Greetings, adoring throng. This is SK. First of all, I really, really want to thank you guys for listening. It's encouraging, and it feels good to get the positive feedback uh, that we've got from you guys. So thank you very much for that. You know, just a few more weeks, we're going to be finishing up Season 2. So um, that feedback's great, and if you want to do uh, support the show, you can consider going to the Amazon button on any of the pages at skmorton.com. You just click on there. It'll take you right to Amazon. You can shop. There won't be any extra cost to you. But as you've probably heard, if this is not the first time, Amazon will kick back just a little bit to us uh, to keep the lights on here. So if you have the opportunity, try to remember that next time you go shopping at Amazon to click on the button at skmorton.com first. But now, here's something. Last week we had not one, but two very talented guests. We had one word, and we had Mighty Bone Feliciano. Uh, both musicians, one a hip-hop artist and the other a Grammy Award-winning arranger. And the fact of the matter is, it was compelling. And as I'm listening to this, I don't really want to cut it up. We, we talked for over two hours. And uh, normally, uh, we do quite a bit of editing on the show, but this was just too good to, to cut up. So I thought I'd go all Peter Jackson and make this a two-parter. So the first episode, we're going to focus on one word, local hip-hop artist. And on the second episode, we'll talk a little bit more with uh, Rick Mightybone Feliciano and his experiences in the industry. Uh, good news is, all the commercials are in for both episodes. But uh, the fact is, I, I found it very entertaining as I listened to it. And uh, maybe those of you with a regulation-sized cranium will too. So um, thanks again for listening, and enjoy. God, these headphones are too big. The following is a production of S.K. Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the S.K. Morton Lousy San Francisco podcast. We know it stings, but this is the only way you're going to learn. Tonight, S.K. welcomes. Debbie Allen, Debbie Morgan, Tina Andrews, and Janet Jackson trips over a cat. And now, his baloney has a middle initial, and he signs things Esquire, S.K. Morton. As usual, we can always count on it. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. The one-take uh, kid, that's what they call me. Now, I'll tell you, I'm looking at one of our <laughs> guests here. He heard that piano roll. He knew exactly who that was. Yes, he did. Who... And who was that, Rick? That was Mr. Billy Joel. That's right. Esquire. The Entertainer. Ah. Yeah. yeah. You guys are going to dork out on Billy yes, Joel. Yes, we are. The whole episode. <laughs> That's a great song, What by did the you way. think of The I Stranger? What did yeah. he mean? <laughs> hey, now let me, while I got you here for a second, yeah. and then... <laughs> for a, a few hours. Um, uh, the, the Weekend Song. Don't you think Pete would be great... If he did the weekend song, there's a bunch of songs that he would that that he would sound great on. Yeah, actually, he won't do it though. He's, he's got because he's got to find stuff to use the f word on. That's his whole what thing. Are you, yeah, I know, I know how you are. Miss and kinda, I'm muffled, by the way. He is, he is kind of stuck, actually. Yeah. Well, this here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go around the horn here, and we're gonna introduce everybody that's here. First, we're gonna greet the adoring throng and uh, welcome them to the lousy podcast. Hello, welcome. Another night in the bomb shelter. All right. And 
Okay, I'm ready. And now our senior member of the team, the sound engineer of utmost adequitulence, Squidge McSqueezy. Yay. They're looking around. He's in the back there. He runs everything from back. Right. And then... And then... Of course, we have our regular full-time permanent co-host and resident chanteur. Have you ever heard that term chanteur before? Long time ago. Yeah. Back when you were on the high seas? <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Tenth grade. All right. <laughs> well, I'm sorry you couldn't make it tonight, Rick. Um, <laughs> but let, let's say hello to Peter Feliciano. Hello. Yay. Okay, now I've been excited about this for a couple of weeks, as you know, Pete. Yes, I know. Because we have two guests here. Big time, big deals. I know. All right. No? You agree. Oh, well, then I'm going to need you to go find someone who's a big time, big deal. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay, the first one. He is a former widower from St. Petersburg, Florida. He discovered hip-hop while searching for loose change in his sofa seat cushions. And he's now Pete's partner on The Amazing Race, as well as their self-titled album. Please welcome One Word. Yay! Yay. Yay. Taking me back to St. Petersburg. Yeah, all the way back. <laughs> now, our next guest, he faked his own death to get out of a same-sex marriage in St. Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> He's been a professional musician for over 30 years with one Grammy to his name and a couple more to his groin. Joining us directly from the work release program, please welcome Pete's dad, Rick Mighty Bone Feliciano. Hey. Oh, it's, it's a night tonight. It's a scene, man. It's a scene. Who says that? What are you talking I about? I say that. Nobody says that. Leave me alone. No one likes you. That's true. Look, your dad's nodding. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, this is cool. So what we're going to do tonight, we're going to talk with you guys. We're going to get some insights about music, insights about the music scene. And we got two different types here. We've got cool. one word, your hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And Rick? I'm in uh, Latin jazz, salsa, and blues, depending on who I'm playing with. All right, well, see, there you go. So everything is covered with the exception of, I believe, Christian jazz fusion? N- no. We're working on that. Oh, we're, we're working, working on that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. We've been cool, trying cool. to do a... Right. It's, I can't it's hard to work the F word in, but, <laughs> right. we, but I find a way. We'll get there. Faithful. Pizza talent. He can do it. <laughs> really? There you go. Faithful. Faithful. Um, okay. So, but before we do that, now that we got everything worked up, we got to do our usual stuff. What's that? Well, the usual animal stuff. Animal obituaries and whatever. No animal obituaries this week. And I, I, I know I can't expect you to know what's coming up, even though I sent it to you a week early. Because I don't care. What yeah, do, what that's do you, good. You expect me to like... I've been doing this at what? We're in 42 episodes now? This is 43. This is 43? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I already have 42 under the belt. You, don't this need, is all you know all there is to know. This is old hat. Well, then what am I about to do then? Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't going to happen. I know. Actually, it might. Okay. I'm working on things. I'm working on stuff. All right. Yeah. Um, now, time. I do have one, a little somber note, hmm. and it ties in with an episode we did a while, a couple weeks ago, our ice cream episode. Mm. Uh, Larry Mitchell. Who's that? Mitchell's Ice Cream. Mm. Oh, okay. One of the founders of Mitchell's Ice Cream. He and his brother were the ones who started Mitchell's Ice Cream in 1953. You might remember from that old episode, Rick's lying his head like, oh, yeah, I remember from that episode. Uh, the dairy is actually where they got their, their grandfather started in um, Noe Valley. has been around since the 1860s. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the dairy isn't around anymore. The dairy started in Noe Valley in the 1860s. Wow. You ever look at the uh, website? That was a stretch for that joke. It wasn't even a joke. Okay, go ahead. I'm just saying. I have a picture of the dairy on the website. All right. On that episode. Okay, go ahead. You no, don't, I don't remember. He doesn't pay. He I'm, doesn't even I'm listen. Not, I'm not respecting the somber note. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're not being <laughs> somber. supposed to be like... Anyway, Larry Mitchell died uh, last week. 
Nah. And um, it was just something for me to edit out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> business opening update. This uh-huh. is something I did. See, there's a couple things I'm I'm taking this opportunity. And by the way, one word, Rick, mm, yeah. if you have any thoughts, feel free to say whatever you like. Good. I like ice cream. Do you? Yeah. Did, did you bring any? I did not. Oh. Oh. Okay. No, that's good, too. Okay. That's okay, too. Yeah. Um, no, do you, what, 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 you like the Mitchells? Uh, I know it's a classic SF place. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it? It's uh, well, Mission, it's on, yeah? Yeah, it's on Mission. I've never uh, been. 680 Mission, I believe, is the I've one. never been to Mission. You never been to Mitchell's, no. but you've probably had Mitchell's because a lot of restaurants around the city they use sell oh, Mitchell's. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Mitchell's is at I believe six eighty or five eighty Mission. So is the successor going to sell it? No, the uh, grandkids are the ones running it now. Oh, okay. So it's still open. They're still wow. going to keep things going. The thing about Mitchell's is, back in the old days, they were just doing the the strawberry, the chocolate, the vanilla, and one of their customers was a produce buyer. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, I got some mangoes. You got to do something with these. Hmm. And this guy, Larry, is the one who went, okay, let's see what we can do with it. And he made mango ice cream, and it was a big hit. And wow, then they started using crazy. all sorts. They brought in yams and all sorts what? of different exotic fruits. I think and you that's made that they up. No, I no. That, that was a fib. No. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, maybe the yam part. But no, no. They had mango ice cream, and that's, that's what they were known for. Wow. That sounds really yeah. good. Yeah. All I right. want some now. Anyway. Okay, so that's the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> he will be missed. Right. He will be dearly missed. <laughs> As I'm chuckling in the background. No. I mean, he was 88, but he retired just two years ago. He worked oh, okay. all the way up until he was 86. So that he already gave it over to the grandkids. Yes, yeah, everything's rolling as it would. Yeah. So now, there was a couple things that we didn't talk about in the last few weeks because everything's been blowing up. We've been preparing for you guys, as you can tell. Right. Um, <laughs> Not even plugging There in. was I mean, something, we do a little thing with uh, um, business closures and sometimes business openings, and we talk about them. Pete usually gets all political, you know, with the, oh, uh, art is all there is. And... <laughs> So, uh, but there was something that's even more important to art, and I'm sure I'm more important to Pete than art. The sleep bus. Have you heard about the sleep bus? What's that? It's right. In fact, they were parking right over here. It is a bus that goes from San Francisco to Los Angeles. Oh, I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. Overnight, yeah. there's like, no chairs. It's just bunk beds. That's cool. Tight. Yeah. And it's like fifty bucks. Yeah, it was forty-eight dollars. They're all booked up through August. Yeah. Wow. So, um, what a yeah, great idea. It was. It was. A great, it was such a good idea. They've. Stop taking reservations because they got to buy 10 new trucks. And they're not just like buses. They're like, uh, you know, a big semi-truck, but they have the big trailer attached to it. And they filled it up with beds and people sleep on their way down. It's also got Wi-Fi and coffee and all sorts of I'm surprised because 50 bucks is like the same price for a regular right. bus ticket. Exactly. Back and forth. And they got to be like, what, cutting their space in half? By yeah, which is why beds. when they come back in August, they're already bumped up to 70 bucks. Yeah. Ooh, so it's wow. good. Well, that was quick. <laughs> what a great idea it turned into. Now. Yeah, there now, we that's go. a good hey, now idea. what do you have to say about that, Pete? Uh, nothing. Okay, down with Why that. Are you that's a throwback to spot? the old days of the sleeper cars and the uh, trains. On the trains, right? Right. They were really popular. Yeah. Now, Rick, you don't have to take your shirt off for this interview. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'll put my pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you hear about the Sacred Heart Church? Mm-mm. Mm. What it's, happened? You guys roller skate? No. Yeah, they turned it into a roller rink. Is that real? That's real. I don't know. <laughs> this this church has been around since before the earth the big earthquake in 06. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 1893 when they built it. 
That's the number I always go with, the date I always go there with. There you go. Anything prior to the earthquake, ah, 1893. What's wrong um, with <laughs> you have a problem? In any case, it survived that earthquake, survived the Loma Prieta in 1989, mm-hmm. and then in 2004, the church, the archdiocese just shut it down. So it's just been sitting there. <laughs> it was purchased by a general contractor mm-hmm. who wanted to turn it into like a mall. But This, he, is, this is Topagiri, kind of up on the hill? It's on Fillmore. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's Fillmore and what? Why do you ask such questions? Because that would be pertinent. I know. <laughs> this is this is different than <laughs> like the Sacred was, Heart. Because Sacred Heart's the school too, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's no. a different site. Oh no, it's the same place. The kids get have to roller skate those. No, yeah, it's it's a different <laughs> site. No, this is um at. I don't know what's real. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the address of this bad boy. I know it's on Fillmore, but I don't remember the cross street. Well, suffice it to say, okay, so they actually turned it into rolling. Huh. So are they? Is well, it open yet, or is it? Yeah, open? that's that's what happened. There's a, apparently, and you can imagine the guys that there's like a roller skating club oh, out of Golden Gate Park. Ugh. And it's one, all hipsters, isn't it? It's all like people who are like, let's go back to the days of stuff that we weren't involved in. No, they so. weren't. They're not hipsters at all. You know, they're old guys who used to go to Cal Skate. And, oh, okay. Well, and uh, you know, there's no women in there. They would skate, like, skate to Heart of Glass. They're, Back in the day, there's something called Bay City Rollers, where they're just, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, roller derbies, right? No, but, the Bay City Rollers was a band. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah, but they had a, a girls, butchy girls, kind of doing, you know, what kind of girls? <laughs> <laughs> just built, you know. Like just <laughs> that yeah, that was the uh, no, I, no, with the roller derby. That was the who was that? They were in Oakland. What was their name? It wasn't what? Bay City Rollers. It was the Bombers. Bombers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the Bay City Rollers is a band, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they were a band. Oh. Well, I'm just thinking, I'm going back to Channel 20 now, and like before res- before wrestling got really big, WWF got really big, it was the Roller Derby. Mm. I would watch that, Land of the Lost, and then then Cindy Lauper. You could oh, watch wow. Roller Derby? This was a TV thing? Yeah. Yeah. This and they were like battling? Because you kind of like I never could figure over, out right? what they were doing. <laughs> no, they there were was a jammer. Battling. It was pretty cool. You remember? There's a jammer, and there's a. Oh, I wish I could remember what it was. And the idea is to get one of the girls out in front to do a lap. And if you lap the team, if you lap your other, the other team, you get a point. Tight. Yeah, and the, huh. then they would fling her and. Oh, I used to watch it. I used to know the terms. I thought it was thing. just WWF on skates. It was kind of like. <laughs> well, that's how it was. Can you remember Channel 20? And uh, Well, I, I was in New York at that time, but they, oh. they had the same thing. Yeah, yeah. KOFY? KOFY, that's right. Yeah. And and now they still have that channel. Babette was watching uh, uh, Dance Party a couple months ago. She kind of got hooked. All right, we're way off, off was, the topic here. That was the A-Team hookup. A-Team and Airwolf. Was Ooh, Airwolf with Jan Michael Vincent. What? The man is a national treasure. I'm too young for this. Yes, you are. Okay. You guys wake me up when you're I was happy that your dad was coming because then I could, he would know what the stuff I was talking about. Isn't Billy Joel great? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> well, he was in New York during Well, let me ask maybe. you a question. Well, we'll, get yeah. to, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Let me, let me run you know through what? this unimportant no, stuff. I say, no, yeah, I you're say right. let's go straight to this, then we'll get to the other stuff. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. You know what? Let's We've do that. We've got two guests in here. Let's just get to the business. You, gotta, you, you make a good point. <laughs> If you don't mind, Rick, we're going to start with the young kid. All right? The kid. Oh, that's me. One word. Sweet. Hey, how you doing? Doing okay. Why don't you throw down some rhymes, boy? <laughs> Is that a serious thing? See how, I don't know. See, I don't know. <laughs> actually, when Telly Prego came in here, uh, he actually was like, Yeah, I put well, him on I've the spot. To, I've listened to so much uh, uh, freestyling. And I've, uh, what, what, what did you share? 
what did you used to be into as far as hip hop? What did SK Morton used to listen I, to? I was telling I was telling one word about this before the show. What's that? Uh, UTFO. Um, I mean, they weren't my. Fa- I was saying that was the last hip hop album I bought. Which was from who? Did Telly UTFO. know UTFO? Did, was he familiar? No, okay. No, no, cool. Um, I feel better. The, I mean, it started <laughs> off, I mean, obviously Run DMC when they got big. Um, uh-huh. And then, you know, LL Cool J. Then goes a little bit off to the Cool Mo D, who was also on the Beat Street uh, album, but did not get credit as Cool Mo D. Uh-huh. He was one of the three MCs. The, the phony four MCs? Phony four. Anyway. Then you got Melly Mel mm-hmm. and Grandmaster Flash. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yep. Yeah, see, Rick's with me because they're New York guys. See, mm-hmm. yeah. I never f- followed oh, any of the LA guys. LA didn't come around, I think, until way later. No. Yeah, yeah. well, not way later. They came around in the uh, eight, late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> I'm trying to think in terms of like that era of like 80s, like hip hop origins, because like my. My kind of like lineage is very LA linked because there was. Where do you look Irish? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, they had this whole like, you know, Project Blowed, which is kind of like the sort of, you know, underground, progressive kind of style of, of independent hip hop. And, uh, you know, which is very different. You know, you, you kind of said that, you know, you listen to our stuff and you're like, oh, this is different yeah, than what I'm used to. Yeah, I'm just trying to make you feel good. Well, thank you. It, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Um, you and my mom are my business <laughs> Oh, how can they not like him? He's so good. He's so talented. <laughs> but uh, but that wasn't until way later, and that was like around the same time as like what LA is known for is like uh, <clears throat> who am I thinking of here? Um, like NWA, right? West Coast gangster rap, which yeah. is much later than New York. Not much, origins. not much. I mean, I know. What are you like thirty? Uh, just turned thirty-six. Oh, thirty-six. So you're not you're not a kid. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's actually an adult. <laughs> you, look, um, you look 20-something. Now. Yeah, you look very young. You're still doing this, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> and when let me say, as someone who works, who looks very young, I can no, say. No, Yes, I, no, I do. No. Um, it's going to be difficult for you for years because people just won't give you the respect that you deserve. You know, and then next thing you buy, know. And it'll be hard to go vote. You know what I mean? That part, that part, I'm getting pretty comfortable with, yeah. and now it's moving into the stage where you know they don't give me respect, but at least they tell me I look young, and so I'll take those two things. All right, kiddo. So anyway, <laughs> um, okay. So you're talking, yeah, we're talking NWA. That's kind of when I got, I went back to Billy. Okay. But, Who was it that? Uh, wasn't it? Uh, not Van Halen, but Public Enemy and um, Anthrax. Aerosmith. No, and Anthrax. No, Aerosmith was with Run DMC. Run DMC yeah, and Aerosmith. When they did Walk and then, This Way. Uh, Anthrax Public and Enemy Public and Enemy. Anthrax. And, of yeah. course, Sir Mix-a-Lot in the presence of the United States of America. Oh, yeah. They got together. On Seriously? Yeah. Uh, but I think they just oh, I, know all I think only stuff. Seattle knew about that. That's, that's exactly where it was. Yeah. It was in Seattle. That sounds really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in any case, I did hear it again with Eminem. And the reason why I'm bringing this up about me is because, first of all, I love to talk about me. But secondly... There was a giant. I didn't see the. I wasn't there for the evolution. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like watching your kid grow. Yeah. Where you have the kid and you see him grow and you don't really catch it. It's your nephew or you know a friend, Word. the kid's friend. You see, oh my goodness, there's giant. And that's what it was. It went from you know rapper's delight with that. Dun, 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 yeah, which dun, came dun, out dun. when you were forty, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then oh, next thing I hear old. Eminem and an just going blah, 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 blah. and incidentally. This song, Macadocious. Oh, right on. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, he's very good. Uh, yeah. Thank, yeah. You. <laughs> Thank you. That was very impressive. Thank you. Yeah, because, you know, I'd heard the stuff from your latest stuff, but I had to go back and mm-hmm. go back to old school one word. Right on. You know. Which was only like That's a few months ago. Yeah, it was like three weeks months ago. ago right? <laughs> that, no, Macadosis is an older one. That's off his free music album. I was thinking about that recently because I'm in the process of like recording and making new stuff right now where I'm, where I'm doing that more and trying to do, you know, more of the double time fast stuff. Yeah. So... That was one where I was really trying to nail that yeah. on that song. So, well, I, I, it, uh, it grabbed me. <clears throat> Thank you. Both Babbitt and I thought it was fantastic. Right so. on. But that being said, let's regress a little bit. You all right there, Rick? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're very lifelike. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so here's where we're going to start from the beginning. First the earth cooled, then one word's born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell right. us about where, where you are growing up. Uh, so I grew up, <clears throat> grew up on the peninsula. Uh, a little bit, you know, south of the city, Burlingame, San Mateo, Hillsborough. It's where really? I grew up. Really? Uh, is your family rich? I mean, what's their address? Can I have some money? This is not what's their where social I wanted security this to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is where, what was the safe word again? Right. Actually, though, I actually have a, a song about that that I just did uh, with my good friend Kurt Hustle. Um, that nice. was kind of like on that topic that he was talking about. My interpretation of his verse is that he moved from, you know, this relatively like well-to-do neighborhood in Chicago and, and how he felt kind of at odds with the people that he was surrounded with there and came out here to the Bay Area and kind of, I got the impression that, you know, started his life in a different way independently out here. And so, you know, he was talking about like silver spoons and things like that in his verse. And, you know, I knew I was going to have to write my second verse to this uh-huh. and, I, and I was like well you know kind of like try to try to write about that and um so you you weren't Hillsborough's a nice neighborhood yeah it is you, you yeah. weren't coming up from the hood no now does that make it difficult for you to have credibility in hip-hop I don't know I don't I try not to think about it that much I try not to I mean it's not what I'm usually talking about in podcasts uh and on songs and things like that. And so I really enjoyed writing this one song recently because I, I kind of got to talk about that a little bit in a way that I felt like, you know, wasn't like contrived or like trying to put that on display. But someone else kind of like brought that topic up and I yeah. kind of had to respond to it. Let me get out your- well, I think that I think that from from my experience and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, one word, mm-hmm. but um, my experiences with like a oh, lot of the wrong. guys that we've done hip hop <laughs> with. They're not really talking about that type of stuff. Like they're not talking about how hard they have it, and if they did, a lot of times the guys that I you sit down and you talk to are kind of not trumping it up, but just kind of focusing on that if they are, mm-hmm. and rather than like you know really being honest, honest, honest. Um, or honestly, I, I haven't seen a lot of guys who are like straight up from the hood. Yeah, you know, is that a San Francisco? I mean, that's what- just my my experience. I don't know. I don't. No, that's actually good insight. That which leads me. To an obvious question here, is there a, a kind of a theme that the guys in this area do, or is everyone just off on their own? Well, from my perspective, you know, there's a lot of really relevant things to the United States in general that are that are happening in San Francisco right now, and so I do think that there are themes. You know, I know, um, you know, Pete works a lot with these outbound guys, and you know, talking about. Uh, gentrification and you know there's been this group frisco five that was kind of like involved in these protests around police brutality and right and chief sir and all that and um you know just to like qualify i guess i'm not 
as involved in that personally in, in my music. Because you don't care about others. I understand. You know, I'm a yeah. selfish, <laughs> selfish rapper. <laughs> um, He's part of the, the Hillsborough 100. <laughs> <of> the <laughs> so in, in that sense, like, I, I don't necessarily, like, qualify myself as an SF rapper, per se. Because oh, I, no? I think those are, you know, issues that are very relevant to the city and you know, they're extending like it's something that's relevant on the peninsula as well now. I think, you know, anywhere in the Bay Area that those are kind of themes that are affecting things. But um, all right. Well, yeah. thank you. I would say that it's right around that kind of same thing. Like, I don't see people like actually searching out hip hop as like, oh, I want San Francisco only or there's, a, you know, it depends on what speaks to you when you. hear. Yeah. You well, know. this is an area where I like I said, I don't know. Right. So actually, when Telly was in here. Uh huh. And Squidge was talking to all yeah, of they you, both all of like, the youth. Oh, yeah, they knew you know, the same guys. Oh yeah, you know San Quentin, and yeah, we we in San Quentin were on a vet record, and, da, 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 and they're like going back and forth about all these um, San Francisco-based rappers and stuff, mm-hmm. and, you know. So that's one one element, right? But now, when you're writing, mm. what is the process? Do you because you you have an English background, right? You want yeah. to, and did, did you um get a degree in English, or what was your degree? I have my teaching degree in English, and then okay. my my uh, my uh, BA was in psychology. Oh, nice. wow. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. It's totally, Normally we just talk totally about how useless. better we are than other rappers. Yeah. <laughs> now we're actually, I'm actually getting to know this person. Well, because, you know, with, with when you write in a non musical sense, they'll be writing, they could be writing a story, they could be writing an essay, something fictional, maybe taking something that's real, turn it fictional, or mm-hmm. there's people who, you know, editorialize. Do you do all of those things with your songs, or do you have a particular way that when you sit down, you're going to write a song a certain way? I think it definitely depends on the song, Um, like with the material that I'm working with right now. I've been trying to work with storytelling a little bit more, and um, I think it all starts with production. When I first started rapping, I started with freestyling. So like uh, when I came up, there were not as many shows going on. Uh, There weren't as many venues that were available, but there was a lot of open mics, and it was freestyle open mics, so there would be a DJ and they would be playing beats and then you know you get up and you freestyle which is kind of you know making up rhymes off of the top of your head extemporaneously is freestyle on top of a beat or just no yeah. beat okay yeah yeah generally um, but you can do it without it without one right yeah i mean prove you, it you want to stick to a beat you want <laughs> oh, me to freestyle yeah. right yeah. now can you do it from a topic or could you just Whatever's in, on the on the top of your head. Yeah, I mean, I I can't promise you how great it's going to be right now, but I can do should it. Should I should I beatbox? Yeah, yeah, beatbox. I'm going to give you a topic. All have, right. Have and then Rick, beatbox. when he's done, we'll give you a topic and we'll see who does better. Right. <laughs> Eight mile. <laughs> What's uh, uh what kind of what, what, how fast do you want it? Well, he needs to know what the topic is. No, 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 no. This is going to be okay. about. This is going to be about the Sacred Heart Roller Rink. That was really good. It's, uh, yo, it's a Sacred Heart Roller Rink. I just stroll and I think about what it must be like to be chilling in church. Yo, looking at all of these wood pews. Is that birch or oak? I don't even know, folks. I can't even tell no jokes because I'm in church. So it's hella, hella serious. And I shouldn't say hella, I am delirious. When I think about the fact that I'm surrounded by Roller Rink type roller skaters, I just just want to stroll out the door and debate about what's happening in this here city when a house of the lord oh lord good pity us 
It's been turned into something that's a joke. Like I said, all of my folks, I spoke from the pulpit. I'm the preacher. I reach to the people just to try to teach a lesson about our hear Lord and Savior Jesus. But instead, all I see is people reaching from wall to wall and rolling all around upon these roller skates. Like I said, I can't debate about what's happening, the fate of the state of the union, a place of the city of San Francisco. So pass a plate of the peanuts. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Is that? Oh, man. You know what? All this time I thought you were a fake. That was was fantastic. Wasn't that incredible? Well done, sir. Thank you, guys. Yes, uh, thank you for the baseline. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Rick, what? That was just. If there was a keyboard, I would have, I would have put in, you know, some right. There you go. Some <laughs> nice. pads. Oh mm. man! Yeah. Especially some like churchy mm. stuff. Now, mm. did was that stuff going on when you were back east? Did you heard guys could just, just yeah. do that? Well, in Brooklyn. Yeah. But I wasn't in that that genre at all or anything yeah. like that. So. so you didn't come across it much. Not much. So I know, and it was in the neighborhood, but you know, I, I wasn't a whole nother thing so you get the same kind of thrill i just got from listening yes. to that yeah no, it was good. yeah but that, that was, was fantastic actually yeah, yeah. Nice. um by the way this is my equipment so i have the reserve the rights all right okay, there's there's my, <laughs> my album featuring one <laughs> nicely done That's, i like yes. that I like all that. right good get your guitar out you got to do something for me too okay you, dance can, monkey boy I will. okay you can so, pay pete and i at the same time yeah. <laughs> right exactly with all the royalties from the four people who listen to this <laughs> yeah how do you do that um, you got to be thinking way ahead of time, don't you? So like like I was saying, like, you know, that's that's how things started for me and um so writing for me started as as just an exercise of like, you know, constantly writing just to like work with language and work with words and um I had a buddy who got me started on copying words out of the dictionary. And um, <clears throat> we'd go through the dictionary and I'd be in, you know, riding the bus in the city and like I would have a list of pages of like just go through and like any word that you like, write it down. And if it was like a good like aggressive word for battles, like underline it. If it was like a good uh, like theme word, circle it. And nice. So that helped. Oh, I can. Yeah. yeah OK. So there's and a so whole thing to this here. How long? How long has it been? Because obviously it's just a muscle that you practice over and over and over. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been freestyling then, would you say? From the start. I mean, that was that was the so first thing. Like 20, 20 years of freestyling? Ah, uh, I don't. Gosh, That'd has be a it good name for my new years? album. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's a lot of work on a muscle because that's very good what you do. But, you know, but it's Thanks. like, you know, I've seen him do this tons of times or whatever. Wow. But it's like what always interests me is like, how soon into it were you? I mean, obviously it's taken you this long to be how, at the point that you're at now. But how soon into it were you like, okay, I think I'm not awful, awful. How many times did you have to fail in front and just completely be silent in a room full of really, you know, <laughs> tough looking rappers? You know, <laughs> how many times did you have to, you know? I mean, like, where you felt solid, solid. I I was pretty good at it, pretty pretty early on. I was pretty good at it right away. Like, look, I know. Don't yeah. hurt yourself patting yourself. <laughs> he's a Hillsborough. I know how he feels. Because <laughs> you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. I was mouth. born That's with right. a right. Yeah. 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 I was born in rich Brooklyn. in New York. No. Right. <laughs> you were in the upper upper part of Brooklyn, right? The, uh... No, but I mean, I identify with what you're saying because it's there's always one thing that you're really fantastic at and everything else you suck at it. But <laughs> one thing, and you, then, you know that, yeah. pretty early... 
and no one can convince you of the con- you know uh, of the opposite. I've never had that experience. Because you're not really Maybe you're good at great it. at everything. <laughs> I was going to say you're very good at like eating. Uh, I am Thai not. Food I'm, a, I'm really good at one thing, and that's about it. Oh, my man. <laughs> so that's it. Actually, no, but that was. By the way, you, you got something prepared, right? Some, no. You're going to write us a song or something? No. No? Oh. <laughs> yeah, you uh, can't afford him. <laughs> <laughs> now, can yeah, we, he's, not, he's not me. We'll <laughs> do this for peanuts. I've given you peanuts? What's oh, going on here? You're right. No, I brought those. I okay. Oof. I don't know. I could talk you to my check accountant. your contract, right? Yeah. Um, can we talk about your side job? Sure. Okay, so you go to school. Now, at what point, because I had asked the same thing at Telly, and you kind of just asked him that. At what point did you you know, realize you had it, and you're saying you always had it? So, um, <laughs> I what, I, but I don't, humility. I don't, I don't say that to like be prideful. I know. Like, I'm teasing. You. Rick got it, that. It's not yeah. always. It's like, it's like you just kind of feel it. But you don't know what it is, but you sort of know. It's like a knowing thing. Yeah. I was, actually, I do know what you mean by that. I don't have a lot of confidence in most of the things I do in my life. But there's right. a couple things I have a lot of confidence in. Right. right. And those are the things that you'll, if people try to tell you, oh, do this this way, you no. I, yeah. I know how right. this has to be. You sit and go over and do your thing. I understand. Is right. that what you're saying, Rick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of arrogant. Anyway. <laughs> uh, no. um, yeah. So I, I understand what you like with that. But at some point. You got to, while you're doing this and while you're developing your skills, you're also thinking about supporting yourself and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so how did yeah. you come to the, was it your love of the language that brought you to what you're, what you do on the side? You know, I don't like, I've, I've answered that question a couple times, you oh, know, like how I ended up in, in teaching and, and it's weird for me cause I can't remember the moment, but like, I remember that like being a, a plan, like at some point, you know, teaching is probably something that I'll go into. Yeah. And like beyond the fact that like I felt like with like reading and writing, like there was some language overlap. I, I don't know what the connection was, but like I remember making that decision at some point that that would fit well with wanting to do music. So And so now you teach sixth grade English? Sixth grade English. Sixth yeah. grade English. Do you use these talents to help the kids with it? My favorite thing to do in teaching is vocab. Yeah. So vocabulary is probably the thing that I have the biggest emphasis on. And um and I find it's it's kind of the same thing with like freestyling a little bit is like we have, you know, like we have this like word masters program that we do that's that's all about uh examining the, you know, connotations of words and and making comparisons and relationships between vocab words and I found that there was a lot of vocabulary that I understood and I was able to, to kind of grasp, you know, different definitions, how definitions related to each other, kind of the root meaning and origins of words. And so that was another thing where I was like, oh, this this seems to work well. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're able to utilize that. Yeah, I use the word utilize. That's a good uh-huh. one. Yeah. It's, yeah once you start being aware of it, uh, you really yeah. start. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> OK, so now you've put out with this last one with Pete, that's six albums you've put out. Something like that, I think. Yeah. Something he's got so many. It's something like. Hey, exactly. you big time in me there's now. There's a lot yeah, of. I don't can't remember. There's now. a lot of bad ones for what it's worth. <laughs> oh, really? so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the stuff I was listening to, I liked almost all of it, and the stuff that I didn't like, it wasn't that I thought it was junk. Mm-hmm. It was more of a. Um, there's some electronic stuff mm-hmm. in there, and yep. I'm not a giant electronic music fan. Okay. Yeah. You'd be surprised actually with some of the people because I've actually seen this past Saturday. Uh, one word uses it. It's an MPC, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he actually live beat makes beats live. As you doing? 
Yeah, and there's a lot of people who do it, but do it poorly and don't do it with talented equipment yeah. or, or whatever. Like he's he's actually got. Thank you. You're doing it at the talent. same time that you're rapping. I'm trying to develop. Generally, no, not at the same time as I'm rapping. That uh-huh. would be. Uh, I don't know if anyone does that. If anyone does live beat production while rapping at the same that time, that is difficult to do. Yeah. That would be bananas. Yeah. Yeah, but just imagine. That'd be like being an ambidextrous you set, quarterback. You set up the MPC. You set it up on a loop or something, and then you go. Well, I have uh, like so. I'll take a beat and I'll and I'll break it down. And and what I did the other day was like pretty basic. There's there's guys that are really proficient. Gel uh, is a is a uh, guy who's from the Bay Area who who you know plays all of his beats live on the MPC. And and he's really there's guys that will have loops, basic loops, which is kind of a safety net to some degree. And and he's got you know. There's not a sound that's not happening without him doing something. Right. And, uh, you know, talking about ambidextrous, you know, you really have every finger kind of doing independent movements. And and our friend Ben DeRazzo, actually, who's a phenomenal performer yeah, who is really good guy. playing at Minnesota's Soundset Festival right now. Big up Ben DeRazzo. But uh, he's he plays uh, two Live MPCs, beat. one with each hand. So I use a motif, a Yamaha motif, the keys. Yeah, because I don't do pads, you know. But I, I'm able to. Mm. And does that give sound? Is that like synthesizer same sounds thing. Or for the piano? It's the same yeah. sounds. It's just that's better to do. But I don't do that all the time. I right. hardly ever do that. What he's doing, what he's talking about. But when I have to, I just kind of simulate it. Yeah, he actually. I've, I've seen uh, my dad. I've seen him use. Uh, um, like sometimes we'll all get together and we'll be playing music or something and, and we don't have a basis so he'll just be bass yeah. and he'll do it actually it, you won't really even feel like like it's a keyboard playing it's well the bass, yeah, yeah Yamaha samples are really whatever. good yeah Yamaha right, samples a, are really pure so there's a yeah. type of feel that you have feel, as playing yeah. it that's well, yeah that's just, yeah. are you feeling a, a sense of uh, uh, camaraderie with with one word here that you guys have a yeah this yeah. That's good. Oh, man. Absolutely. All right. oh, yeah. <laughs> they you, just potatoed. You guys need, <laughs> they just potatoed. You need some time? Or? <laughs> With you? No, no. no yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not so much. I understand. It's I his face. I know. I w- <laughs> when you guys leave, I'll be reprimanded some by issues. at least three people in this room. So. <laughs> well, let's do this. We'll come back with you a, a little bit, one word. But I do want to give Rick enough time because um, – I mean, he's. I mean, come on. Well, well, well you're going to see when we start talking to him. This man's got some chops. So we're going to talk. That's right, <laughs> right? You got shorter, chops. Yeah. yeah. One word. What he's pretty much saying is that he's better than you. There's like a lot of people. Oh, did I not make got... that clear? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was picking up on that. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're. I. We love you. I. You know. I'm, there's just no way to win here. From now, it's not you. Rule. It's me. That's no, hey, it is. just do it that way. Make him freestyle. He's got <laughs> <a> freestyle. <now. laughs> <laughs> I lose. <laughs> you just a hip hop, a hip it is. <laughs> so, but before we do that, uh, we got a little business to do. Oh, we do. Yeah. One word. We're going to give you a little information. Oh man. And okay. then we'll have your freestyle a commercial. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. <clears throat> no, it's cool. No. So this is a commercial for a thing called Bridal Fitness Coach. <laughs> it's for brides. Um, the train, the owner trainer of this business. Her concern is the bride's state of mind. And she exercises with them for for not just to get into the dress, but also to have a lifestyle change for the rest of their life so they'll feel good the rest of their life. 
So her goal, and remember, you don't have to remember any of this. Her goal is to, because I'm already doing the commercial, is to train strong, happy, healthy women. And the square root of nine. Right. <laughs> I feel like it gave them a calculus problem. Yeah, what the- yeah. Now, if a train is leaving Chicago <laughs> at five in the morning. That's what it feels like. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, no, he actually did that. Oh, does he, do? he actually did that in a song, by the way. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I'm just going to remember the last thing you say, <laughs> okay. just so you know. It's going to be all... Okay, here remember it is. Remember the last word. This is. is it. Bridal fitness coach, <laughs> make a commitment. And again, you don't even have to do that. So, okay, so just but say bridal fitness... I will die. Right. Bridal fitness coach, make a commitment. All right. And I'll give you the phone number to throw in later. <laughs> no, we're not giving him the phone number to throw in later. All right. Anyway, uh, let's see. <clears throat> This freestyle is all about oysters. <laughs> nah, just kidding. This one goes out to you on your special day. Uh, I know that day approaches. You need someone to coach this. That's you, your whole being. Girl, you need to get into that dress. Uh, but before that, allow me to express that you're more than just this physical being. Oh yes, we need to get holistic with your spirit to be specific. Uh, make a commitment. Who is it that you want to be? Cross that distance to get into that dress. Oh yes. Bridal fitness coach, cause your special day is about to approach and you visualize yourself walking down that aisle. Uh, think of all the miles that it took for you to find this special person. Uh, all that time that you spent rehearsing. Uh, check it out, yo. When you take that bridal contract and you sign it in cursive, bridal fitness coach. Yay! Wow. I feel like I was hitting on someone's wife there, though. No, <laughs> girl. <laughs> no, we've done worse. I've done like a. When uh, you're done with a groom. <laughs> <laughs> what was I? What did I, I? Who's that guy? Barry White. I've done Barry White versions. We've done all kinds of. We've versions. had Tom Brokaw and Chewbacca do it. <laughs> throng. Mindless throng. Do you think that you are? That's it was very. So well, thank you very much. Let me just throw this in. Yay. Four one five three one seven six eight two seven. That's four one five three one seven six eight two seven. Bridal fitness coach, make a commitment. Thank you very much. Okay, yeah. fabulous. Rick, do you surf? No. <laughs> I surf uh, the web or the okay. TV. Hey. There you go. TV. How about you? One word. Do you surf? I have surfed. Oh, have you? Not well. Were, so you would you would be one who would be able to use some instruction. He would I be could one. use some additional training. He would be one word who could use additional uh, training. Yes. Wow. Well, you know what you could use? <laughs> you could use Mike Surf School. That's wow. right, Mike Surf School. Go to Mike Surf School, and you'll learn to stand up on a board, surf a wave, and what else do surfers do? Ollie? No. No, that's, uh, that's it. Hang 10? <laughs> you could hang 10 maybe? You could probably hang 10. You could. That's, you could. It's pretty advanced. Yeah. Hang, oh, oh uh, yeah, skydive. Wear yes, masks of course. and rob banks. 
Fencing is another well thing you could do well on a surfboard. Wait, do you see what I just did, well by the played. way? Yeah. You don't, SK doesn't know. Yeah, no, didn't get it. Point break. Point break. Never saw it. You never saw point no, break? No, I'm an adult. It's Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah to know it's not a very good movie. But I do like Swayze in it. Swayze's well, who movie. Wouldn't? He's dreamy. I mean, he's, just... he's two scoops of ooh-la-la. <laughs> You're making right. me uncomfortable. I know I am. So here's what you're going to do. I make everyone <laughs> uncomfortable. But you yeah, know what? Mike we... surf school. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what you want to do. If you want to learn to surf, call Mike Surf School at 650-898-5522. 650-898-5522. Mike Surf School. Call it, and you'll learn to surf. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. Thank you very much for coming. I know we didn't get to go over everything. That's cool. That you know. Maybe you should come back. <laughs> He's laughing. Sure. Yeah, that's especially never just. Happen. I know. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, there's not enough about Arizona. You could get. Would you come back for me? <laughs> sure. <laughs> he just closed his <laughs> eyes and crossed see. his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Would you yes, come back honey. For me? Yeah, like you're the first know, woman right. he's ever lied to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see. Well, on right, that then. note. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe we should say goodnight. Okay. Oh, I feel like saying goodnight now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I left my heart in San Francisco. And there we is. It was a good night, a very entertaining night. With um, I feel privileged, I was surrounded by so much. Even the throng here, we had Lizzie and the throng with us, just surrounded by tons of talent. Feels good to experience it, and now I will go home in my soul crushed that I have nothing to offer anyone. Okay, so uh, let's first start with Rick. June 18th, you're talking about the Turf Club in Hayward. You'll be there June 18th playing, making loud, loud music that everyone loves. And then again on June 15th at the Cigar Bar. Here in San Francisco. Awesome. Um, and then uh, one word, you've got your monthly event mm-hmm. at, uh, at, at the Showdown Bar at On 6 Near Market. Yep. Uh, Builders is the name of the show. You do it every month. This next one will be June 9th. You got it. Who do you got with you again? We got uh, Adder coming up from L.A. and Charlie Muscle coming out from Sacramento. And a little Mr. Peter Feliciano. Yes, And sir. the big one we're promoting, we want to see everyone out there at Slim's on June 11th. Doors open at 8 p.m., to see Lizzie Carr with her album release, Like It's Bad. I want to see everyone there. Lila Rose will be there. Pete's going to be performing. Pamela Parker. $13 in advance. So go online to the Slim's calendar and $16 at the door. Dress code black and white. And you should all be ashamed of yourselves. Your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. That's how pathetic I am. I'll put my pants back on. <laughs> I don't know what's real. Oh, Airwolf with Jan Michael Vincent. The man is a national treasure. You guys wake me up when you're done. Why don't you throw down some rhymes, boy? <laughs> That sounds really awkward. Yeah. Uh, this is, what, what was the safe word again? Okay. Dance, monkey boy.
That would be bananas. Yeah. They just potated. So pass the plate of the peanuts. So that's it.